with like one good okay. battery. Now we're going, so we're good now. All right. Okay, we'll start. All right, welcome everyone to the Shrock Show. I'm Mark, your host, and today we got Randy with us with Wingman Visual, and um, he does all the production behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't see. And uh, so we had a slot to fill in the studio today, so we're gonna just sit back and talk and find out a little bit about Wingman Visual and maybe uh, tell you something new about me that you didn't know. So, anyway, so how did you get started in all this? Um, I got started in video production by videoing duck hunts. Actually, um, grew up duck hunting. Did a lot of duck hunting when I was in school. Um, one year is 2019. Actually, some of my friends were going to go duck hunting, and they asked me if I wanted to go along. And I said, "Well, I don't have a license, but I would like to come along and film it." So we went out and we filmed, and we had a good time doing it. I took the footage home. I edited the videos, uh, put it together into a. Uh, it was a pretty bad video, but it was it was a video nonetheless. Put some music to it, put it in, in chronological order, basically. Anyway, got some good feedback from the video. It really wasn't great, but the the feedback was good from it. I enjoyed doing it, and so I just decided um that i was going to video that year instead of hunting and so i just dedicated um all of my time that year to filming and editing videos for a youtube channel and um had a really good time doing that did that for about three years um i think we made between 40 and 50 videos for youtube in those three years and um in the midst of all that had had a kid and the thing about video production is and what we were doing is i had to be out every saturday capturing video if i wanted to make really good hunting videos and so that just got to be too much for my marriage got to be too much for my relationship with my kid and so because you have to remember I'm not just out there videoing. I have to take the thing home and, and edit the video. And I timed it one time to make a 15 to 20 minute video, you know, taking all of that footage and going through it all and adding music and graphics and all that, that stuff. It took me 10 hours to make one video. And so for 15 minutes for 15 minutes. Wow. And so it was just too much. And um, I decided that it was time for me to take a break. I'm not going to say that I'm never going to do that again, but it was just it was just too much work, and um, I wasn't getting paid, so it was wasn't making it, it it wasn't worth it for me. So I noticed watching like companies' videos, going to their website, looking at their pictures and their videos. Um, I, I just noticed that. Like I could, I could take that good of pictures, or I could make that good of a video, and so I decided that I'm going to form my own company. Did that in 2022. I just jumped right in. Um, actually, that's my phone.
back to okay. okay. I just decided I was going to jump right in, but I had I knew nothing about running a business or you know uh, getting clients, mm-hmm. anything like that. And so uh, it's been a little bit of a struggle with my own company and stuff, but um, I feel like I'm learning and I feel like um, starting to see some success. And um, just really excited for the future. And um, I am looking to get more into the um, entertainment space, like producing podcasts, Mm -hmm. producing YouTube videos, especially for, um, I would say, Christian creators. Mm -hmm. I just think that there is a big need for good, solid content on YouTube, on the internet. Um, there's a lot of bad stuff on the internet, and I don't see why we can't just make good stuff to put on the internet and com- combat the uh, the bad stuff with the good stuff. So that's, that's basically where I see my future, and uh, that's what I'm trying to do here with, with you and with the show. So excited to see where it goes. Good. Well, hopefully... hopefully uh... You don't get any any uh, other podcast stealing you away from mine. So <laughs> I need a, a producer. So, yeah. Anyways, but no, that's good. Hopefully that you get a lot more business, and hopefully that this hopefully this podcast gives you that too. Be great. That would be great. Look us up on the internet or Instagram. Yeah. Follow what Wingman Visual, right? Wingman Visual. Yep. Yep. Anyways, so um. I think that was the introduction to the. Uh, I guess we do have another producer back there. Um, Elijah Darling. Elijah Darling. I wasn't sure if that was his. Um, if you if you want to follow him, and you do what you do some stuff too, don't you? Music videos. Yeah, music videos. Yeah, Elijah right. does music videos. Yeah, he does music videos, so you can follow yeah. him on that. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I'm just going to tell you one thing. About okay. myself, <laughs> do it. Maybe every, maybe every uh, three months or something, we'll sit down and just do this, just talk, and, yeah, and uh, maybe throw in some Christian comedy or something. There you go, there you go. I'm here for <laughs> it. Here for it. <laughs> anyway, so one thing about myself, I like to uh, barbecue, and uh, I got into that. Oh, I don't know, twenty years ago or something. Okay. When I was dating my wife, um, her family, well, my dad very seldom barbecued. Like, I remember once or twice. I mean, we didn't have a fancy barbecuer. We had some cheap charcoal thing or something that was half rusted out. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, so nobody wanted to grill on it, I don't think. But anyways, we used it a couple times that I remember anyways. Um, I think later on then he did, after I moved out, um, he did get he did get some better grills. But um, anyways, up until then, we never did. And so then uh, when I met my my wife, her family, they grilled all every weekend. Really? So her brother, he grilled every weekend. And then we'd go, you know, to either her dad's place or her brother's place. And every weekend we had steak or chicken or something. Anyway, so kind of learned to grill from that. And then uh, <clears throat> then after we got married, then I got a grill and we've been ever since but i actually never really got real good at it until which i think i'm good at it um until probably i don't know five years ago probably 
then I start getting some better grills and buying different meats and grilling them. And anyway, so the latest I'm grilling is tomahawk steak. Oh man. So anyways, um, so I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm thinking about doing, getting three from, uh, three from three different places, three tomahawk steaks from three different places. Okay. And grilling them, having, maybe having the production team come. And a couple others, <laughs> and uh, doing a taste test. Yeah, on and just seeing, seeing which one's better. Maybe uh, getting some local, local uh, beef, and um, then getting a couple others from like some, supposedly I think Snake River Ranch. Okay, I believe so. I think that's what they're called. They're like you Google like the top mail order steaks. Oh, okay. Because I don't think we're doing mail order brides anymore. So okay, I think it changed out of steaks. <laughs> that might so, have been, but, you know, no offense to any of the mail order brides, but I think maybe the steaks are a better idea there. <laughs> I think you're safe. Yeah. Anyway, so so um so I'm doing I'm getting uh so if you Google mail order steaks, yeah or yeah I think that's what it is. Um, the top ones I or top one of them I think is Snake River okay. Ranch. Yeah. So. Maybe get one of theirs, maybe get a local one, and then maybe another one. Yeah. Maybe Costco, because Costco's all over. They right. have they right. they sell a tomahawk steak. Do they? Yeah, I just I just picked some up the other day. Okay. And um, I, I haven't tried them yet. Put them in the freezer. Yeah. I don't know where they where they come from or where they get their meat. But yeah, I I, I don't I don't really know that. Um, I'm not real big into barbecuing. Always thought I was going to be, and um just never never really got into it i like eating barbecue but yeah um kind of more of a burger person actually mm. but i do enjoy i do enjoy a really really good steak uh rudy's rudy's they have a steakhouse mm-hmm. up in salem but i also think they have a meat shop up there too do you ever eat there i have eaten at rudy's yes never once is it good oh man i had <laughs> i went there for a company supper and the the boss said I could get whatever I want, so I ordered a ten ounce, one hundred dollar Japanese wagyu. Really? Oh man, it was so good. I've never eaten anything like that before. Never had anything like that before. Yeah, I'd like to compare some of those. Um, well, I've been to Ruth Chris. Okay. Lowry's, which, and then uh, Morton's. Okay. Yeah. And then when I was in Las Vegas, I went to uh, Peter Luger's. Which is supposed to be the best steakhouse in the U.S. There's really? one. There's one in New York, and then they just opened one in Las Vegas. Nice. So there's only two, and I think it's about the same price as Rudy's. Really? I, yeah, I think so. It was like a, I don't know, T-bone or something like that, but really thick. Yeah. But it was dry aged, and that was the only steak I've oh, ever yeah. had that is actually truly dry aged. Like dry aged kind of has a nutty taste to it. Really. Never, never had a dry age. And I've had steaks that say they're dry age, but not, not like this. This was like all the way through taste and every bite taste. It was good. Yeah, it was good. The best you've ever had. The best I've ever had. Yeah, wow. I went with one of my cousins, and he he eats a lot of steak too. Okay, and that uh, he said that was the best one he ever had too. Wow. So maybe I'll have to post some pictures of it. There we go. There we go. Sounds delicious. Anyway, so oh, go ahead. 
So you do a lot of grilling now? Like I yeah, yeah, do quite. Oh, I don't. Sometimes I grill three times a week. Usually every weekend for sure. I seen the smoke or I seen some smoke out back. Are you yeah. doing right now? No, not right now. Okay. <laughs> so, no. Hopefully the house okay. wasn't on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we better see what Luke's up to. Yeah, I think he got loose with some matches. <laughs> oh yeah. But um yeah, I grill I grill a lot. So Yeah, it's kinda of funny that you say that your dad didn't grill a whole lot because I guess one of the I don't know if you'd say core memories that I remember about Thanksgiving is grandpa's smoked turkey. Yeah, I think that was pretty recent. Though. That was just I recent. Mean, well, recent as in what? 20 years ago, recent, maybe? Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I, I showed up about around, about, that yeah, around that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, I guess his Traeger grill was pretty new at the time, too. Yeah. I remember, remember that being the talk of the town, the Traeger grill. Yeah. And, Coming, coming for uh, Thanksgiving lunch. I just remember the smoked turkey. Some of the best turkey I've had. Um, anyway. Yeah, that was good. Trigger grills are, are good, but I think Rectech's better. But yeah, so I'll put a plug in for Rectech. You have a Rectech? Yeah, that's what I have. Rectech. Nice. I'll have to keep up with everybody else. Okay. <laughs> I'll have Rectech. <laughs> are you better at Are you better at eating barbecue, or are you better at making the actual barbecue? I would actually rather make it. I'm really? Not, yeah, sometimes I just get tired of barbecue and I don't even want it. But I actually, I enjoy like grilling. Yeah. And just try, I think it's just that grilling and then trying to get that steak, you know, just oh. good. Yeah. And then everybody else is like, yeah, that was a great steak. That's actually better than just me sitting down and eating one. But. Yeah. Are you making these for specific people or are you just making them for your family? Um, Just just for my family mainly, but um, sometimes I'll do a, a, a brisket. Okay. And then give it to my brothers or sisters. Nice. To try. Like, I'll eat, pick, he will keep half of it and give the rest. Yeah. Um, not because they're poor by any means. But. So I'm not, yeah, don't don't get that idea. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Oh, man. Um. Anyway, so that's just something, something, one thing about me. Um. And, uh, well, I don't know, that's about all that for grilling, so. What's your favorite method of grilling? Um, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of interviewing Marcus here, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead and okay. interview me. Um, I like charcoal, okay, but it does take time, right? So pellet is faster, but probably I actually prefer charcoal. Really, you can get it really hot, yeah, and then you know get a good sear on it, yeah. Um, lamb is good. Oh, I love lamb. Best Costco has the best lamb. Really? Yep, they do. Okay. I've got Safeways. I've got. Oh, where else did I get it from? Any, I don't know. Wherever else you get it from, I guess. <laughs> I don't. Wherever know. else you get lamb from, but um, Costco has the best lamb. I think they do. So it doesn't. It's not real. Like, you know, some lamb tastes like you're eating the wool. Okay. You know. <laughs> well. Last time I checked, I never had a good old mouthful of wool. So, yeah. but yes, I have heard that about lamb. It can, it can taste and smell kind of like wet wool. Yeah, or, I don't know. Um, Costco does have the best lamb though. I've, I've bet every every uh, you get it in the in the rack. It's called the rack of lamb. Oh, okay, so it's like in those little ribs, you know, that are kind of yeah, whatever, kind of like a little tiny miniature tomahawk steak. Okay. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you just cut them up. 
into whatever pieces. Kind of looks like a little lollipop. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then you just sear them, and it just takes a couple minutes because they're so thin. Yeah. And just a couple minutes on each side in pesto and and the olive oil, and, and yeah, they're good. Is that your favorite meat to grill? Is lamb or you? No, I like the tomahawk steak. Okay, that I I'm not I do some brisket, but I'm not that great at it. Okay, um, but I would I would compete against anybody with the tomahawk. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think you can do a better tomahawk steak than Marcus, I mean I can't comment. Yeah, comment, comment if you think. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I can't say exactly what I put on, you know, for legal reasons. Yeah, you don't, you don't you don't want to give away your secret yeah, recipe. Not, not before you get not before you compete. No, no, no. You're not gonna give away any secrets. No, I'm sure there's there's you know, the pro competition guys, they do a good job. But I I don't know. I I do a good job. I'm I'm ready to try some. Whenever yeah. whenever we have a little barbecue competition, I'm I'll be here for it. We'll make a little cooking show out of it. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll 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 video it and so everybody can see. There you go. And uh, and I'll get three three different ones from three different places. And uh, yeah, give them all the same. Let's do it. So let's do it. We're not going to compete with some of those. We're we're not a barbecue show, by the way. So, but um, not yet. At least. Not yet. <laughs> that might turn into that. exactly. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so yeah, that's that's I like I like charcoal, but pellets pellets are fine. Yeah. Gas, I don't like gas. Do I know that um, Green Mountain Grills mm-hmm. have a little bit of a problem with some pellets? Like you have to buy pretty high quality pellets oh, okay. just for your Green Mountain Grill. It is a rec tech like that, or it takes any pellets I, you'll throw at it? Yeah, I, so far. I mean, I don't know that I really bought high end pellets. Okay, I just buy some decent pellets or a mix. I'll buy, get two different kinds and mix them or something if I. But yeah, it it works fine, works flawlessly. I haven't had an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Can't complain about that. So. All right, I'm out of stuff to say. Oh, yeah, I course. guess we can take a little break. See if anything comes to mind. Just, Just keep the camera rolling. Keep, yeah, yeah, keep. Know, how long was that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, I keep your laptop like that. Yeah. I'm gonna say something, but then it, it, when you put it back down, it's that light. Oh, so keep it. Oh, so keep it up. Oh, it's like yellow. Yeah, it's fine. Oh. It's fine. So keep it like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Unless. Yeah. That was eight. Yeah, about eighteen minutes. The things. Well, yeah, the same. You started before yours. Yeah. Started before yours. Yeah, even if it's between fifteen and twenty minutes, it's cool. Stop and start and stop. And then, now. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so what, I don't know what else is there. Let's see. A dry, you said the dry, dry aged? Oh, no, I didn't talk about that. Or they, what, what was the state oh, they ate yeah, in Vegas? Yeah, dry aged. Do you do that at all? The yeah, dry yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not it's not necessarily considered 
I don't know what it's considered. It's maybe more like wet aging. Okay. Because you buy a bag, just order it. Yeah. And then you put it in the bag and and uh vacuum seal it. And uh, it's a it's a membrane. So it's not just a plastic bag, but it's kind of like a membrane. I don't know what all it is. But anyways, it kind of it you suck all the air out of it so it sits tight against the meat. Okay. And it just helps to uh break the enzymes down, I guess, in the meat. I'm not exactly sure what all. So is it more tender than too? Yeah, yeah. So make it so the outside just is like a quarter, whatever inch or so of the meat, eighth of the inch, eighth of an inch. It just is real hard and almost looks like it's just like moldy, but there's no mold on it. It's just like dries it out, kind of forms real hard crust around it. Okay. And the, so the inside it breaks down all the tissue and that kind of stuff, so it makes it really tender. Nice. And then it does it gives it it gives it that nut nutmeg kind of taste smell. Okay. So I do that a lot. With with I'll just go get a big like a ribeye or something, put it in there, and do that. Now dry age, uh, there's different ways you can dry age. I mean, you know, you can go Google it. There's all kinds of. It. I think they let them hang some places in some room or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah, something that's probably the true dry aging process. Um, but you could wrap. I tried one. I somebody wrapped it in butter, the whole thing in butter. Oh man, my and, wife would love that. I didn't like that. It really? Was, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it again on a better. I think that was a low quality steak okay. that I got. But maybe I'll try it on a better grade steak. But it's supposed to do the same thing. You just take butter, you know, where it's kind of not, you don't want it just runny soft, but you want it soft enough. You can kind of put it on, yeah. just coat your whole steak and then set it on a tray in the fridge. And it's supposed to do the same thing, but I didn't. I don't think it did. Uh-huh. I didn't like care for that. But I do dry age quite a bit. Yeah. That way. It's not our wet age, I guess. Maybe it's more of a wet age that I do. Um what what style of barbecue would you say that your like your style? Are you more like I mean, I don't even know all the styles, but I know that there's like pit barbecue from Texas, there's Kansas City, mm-hmm. Saint Louis, all these different places have their style of barbecue and they all claim to be the best. I don't know. Do you fashion your barbecue after any of those, or you, you are you your own style? Probably my own style. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. There. I mean, there's. I like all barbecue, but I'm not big on barbecue sauce. Okay. And so a lot of you know, if you're doing ribs or you're doing chicken, some of that stuff is like, you know, coating it with barbecue sauce. Right. Right. So you know, where steaks generally you're not putting. I know I have a, a brother-in-law that was at a real high-end restaurant. And now I wasn't along. This is just a story that I was told. Okay. It was a high-end restaurant in Kansas City. And um, a really good steak, it's like an insult to put barbecue sauce on or right. anything. I mean, right. you just, they're good enough on their own. You don't need it. So he orders a steak out, <clears throat> probably 50 to $100 steak. And uh, he asks the waitress for ketchup. She looked at him like he just swore at her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was not impressed at all. <laughs> I don't even think that restaurant had, well, maybe they might have had ketchup for their fries, but definitely not for their steak. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is but, hilarious. Um, he's also the same guy that got a motel with one light bulb in there, too. So. One light bulb? Yeah, yeah. He rented, he got a, he was on the road, got a motel. Okay. Had one light bulb hanging in there. 
Okay. I think it was rent by the hour motel. <laughs> it was sketchy at best, I'm sure. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah Try anyways. to stay away from those hotels. Yes. Brother-in-law. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should talk about family. Family stories. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just grill mine. I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily styled after any style. And there's, yeah, there's all kinds of grilling methods and that kind of stuff. But, and I'm sure there's people that are, yeah, listening. They're saying, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. And you should be doing it this way. But you know what those people need to do? Come on your podcast. Yeah, come on here and tell me what, tell, or show me, show me a better way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What um, do you use a marinade? Do you marinate at all, or do you? Very rarely. Okay. Very rarely. So no marinade, no sauce. No sauce. No. You, no. If you need sauce for mine, then I did a bad job. You don't even make like your own sauce. Little... Every now and then okay. I'll do. If I just get bored and I was like, yeah, I want to do something different this time, then I'll try to. I'll make you know whatever. Try to make my own barbecue sauce. But I did read, uh, and I think it's true. If you buy a barbecue sauce, never just use that. Always mix other things in it. Okay. Um, we had a function one time, and they told me, go get barbecue sauce. So I, I went and got what they told me. And that's they're like, yep, this is what I use. And so I trusted them because they were, they did catering, or they did big, you know. Okay. So I'm like, okay. That stuff was bad. That barbecue sauce was bad. And everybody else is like, yeah, this stuff's bad. So I just went and... uh I wasn't at home. We were somewhere else. So I just went in the cupboard and just found brown sugar and mm. um, I don't know, some other stuff. I don't, there's maybe three ingredients that I just I rummaged around and found. Mix that in the barbecue sauce and then it was really good. Okay. Well, here we read on the bottom of it, it's only a base. Oh. It's only a base. Bar- and so, <laughs> but but I did, I did read that, that if you get barbecue sauce, mix other stuff with it. Okay. And I bet I do that. I'll mix like I might mix two or three barbecue sauces together okay. with other stuff. And then you just keep mixing until you get whatever taste you want and go with that. Okay. But it is a good tip. It is a good tip. I didn't know. I just would go buy barbecue sauce at the store. Yeah. And just put it on. And then I was like, oh, that's bad. Or, yeah, that's okay. But then when I found that out, then I, I started doing that. Way better. Way better. Okay. But I actually don't use much barbecue sauce anymore. Very few. Well, I, I mean, if I do ribs, I do, I, I do ribs sometimes. Okay. I used to. So I'd go on, I, I'd go on these um, binges. So it was ribs for a while. I just did ribs. For, and then I did steaks. And then I did brisket. So now I'm on to tomahawk steaks. So. But during your rib binge. Ribs, right. Yeah, then I tried out a lot of different barbecue sauces. Because okay. ribs have barbecue sauce on them. Right. right. Um, so I tried out a lot. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of barbecue sauce either, um, but I found some some guy with a booth at the Sportsman Show up in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually bought barbecue sauce from him a couple times, uh, but he's over in Eastern Oregon somewhere, makes his own barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. Um, it's not thick and gloopy and, mm-hmm. and sweet. It's more... It has a little spice to it. It has really good flavor. I like it, but I don't I don't eat it on steaks either. It's more like, you know, 
fried chicken or something like that. Yeah. I'll dig out the barbecue sauce, but yeah, majority of the time I don't eat barbecue sauce either. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's yeah, that's about all on the barbecue side of things. Do you have any tips or tricks for your listeners, or you're not gonna you're not gonna give any of those secrets away before the competition? Um. We need to put a date on this competition. So yeah, we do. We do need to put a date. No, I got well, I got one that okay. I think, I mean, anybody can do. It's not it. I mean, you can. And most of the stuff I, I do is not a secret. You know, it's like I went to YouTube and I watched this and watched that. Then you kind of just incorporate some different things. Right. You know, right. so everybody on YouTube, obviously, they have the best recipe, right? So, of course. Yeah, you know, everybody course. has the best. <laughs> right. Um. But what I found actually, so tomahawk steaks are so thick okay. that I found that if I get them out, let them get to about room temperature. But while they're getting there, I put on garlic, um, salt. Ah, uh, yeah, salt. But salt is a uh, what do you call it? It's not. It's not that little fine, fine salt. It's and it's not. You know what rock salt is for right, making like right. ice cream. Yeah, it's just it's that in between. Okay, so it's a little bigger salt. I don't even know what it's called actually. Pretzel salt. That's what it's called. There we go. So I put pretzel salt on, um, pepper, and garlic powder, and then just let that just put it on. Let it get to room temperature before I grill it. So I mean, yeah, anybody. I mean, that's not necessarily a secret. You can find that out. But um, and that's delicious. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So every now and then I'll add I'll add other things or do something different. But yeah, where do you, where do you get your meat? Um, so I got the last stuff I got at Costco. Okay, I haven't tried that. But a uh, better beef. You get it a better beef. Better, yeah. That's that's where I get my. Meat. Do you get it delivered right to your house? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I do. Yeah. But usually I go in there because I'm picky enough that I want to actually look at it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to, you know, yeah, look at it, see what, see the kind of the marbling of it right. or a size. Right. Um, you don't trust their employees to pick the best steak for you? Well, I mean, I'm sure they're just going to grab right off the top. So Probably, yeah. Not that I don't trust them. <laughs> I just like to pick it myself. But yeah, better beef is where I've been getting my meat, and uh, they are better. You like it? Yeah, yep. They're, they're so far, they're the best, best beef i've had wow so far that's a um that's a great compliment and and their their prices are not bad at all and everybody's like oh their prices are so expensive well if you have your own cow and you're butchering your own cow yeah they are more but if you go to costco you go to safeway's way i right um fred meyer and i picked up a tomahawk steak at fred meyer reduced for 14 dollars. wow yeah that was like cheap it's like a two pounds, seven dollars a pound. Wowee. Um and that was actually a good tomahawk steak. But it wasn't that great. I mean it was good. But uh no, their price is if you go to Costco and get a brisket, okay? Somebody's like, Oh no, Costco's cheaper, the briskets are cheap. But they have two inches of fat on them. So by the time you cut all that, trim them up and everything, I bet you're more a pound than you are better beef. Really? Better beef for the most part. If you get them, some of them are trimmed, pretty well trimmed up. You might have to dip a little bit. Um, but no, the prices are good. And uh, 
Yeah, so far, so far, it is the best beef I've had. We we use roast, and they're really really good. That would be like your local beef supplier that you yeah, use local, for your yeah yeah your Snake River, your local, and then your Costco. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go with better beef. We're gonna go with better beef. Yeah, secrets out. We're gonna go with better beef. We're gonna go with Snake River, and we're gonna go with Costco. Yeah, better beef should probably pay you for all this publicity and. For every time I, I haven't, I haven't, beef. I haven't talked to the owner of it, so <laughs> I'm just. Well, I had I'm, a meeting with the general manager the other day. Oh, so, you did? Yeah, you did. Okay. I could maybe talk to him. Well, tell him I'm, it's coming out. I mean, it's going, it's going public. So for all of our 41 subscribers, yep, 41 subscribers, they might win a tomahawk if they. <laughs> so maybe we'll do something like that later. Yeah, we could do a giveaway. We could do a giveaway where they win a better beef tomahawk. Uh, do they ship? Um, I don't know if they ship. Like, like a Omaha steak or Snake River, or whatever. Yeah, but like, yeah, we, I would have tried Omaha do, but... steak, but Omaha steak on some ratings weren't that great. I've had I've had Omahas before. They're not bad, but they're mm-hmm. nothing to write home about. A lot of the portions are really small. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah. like, just really really small steak, which maybe that was in the uh, like the flame and yawns. I thought were just like really really tiny. Yeah. And I didn't really think um, it was anything special. Yeah. Like you just go get that at Costco, or better probably at Costco. Yeah, yeah. But my wife's from Nebraska, so I was like, oh, "I'll try out the Omahas." Yeah, I, I heard they weren't that great, but so I mean, I think you can order from like uh, that Peter Luger Steakhouse. I okay. think you can. I think they do ship, but I'm I'm not gonna. Maybe another time we'll try that with yeah. the with some other restaurants or something that actually do it. But this time it'll be, it'll be those three that, that we're trying. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see which one wins. All right. But I'm, I'm betting money on better beef. Better, all right. They've been, they've been good so far. So we'll, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> we'll see. Subscribe to see the results. I don't know. Maybe that's a Patreon thing that we have to, they have to pay to see the results. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Subscriber portion. Yeah, subscriber portion. Yeah. I would yeah, I'm down for that. You know, they could they can watch up to the the tasty part. <laughs> exactly. You gotta get the first three sec you gotta get the bite. Yeah. And then like as the bite goes away and the reaction starts to take over the face. Yeah. Cut. And then if you want to watch the rest, you gotta pay. Yeah. For for the end result, you gotta pay it now. Exactly. Leave them on a cliffhanger. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll get some. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship out of the deal. We'll have a big tomahawk sitting right here on a plate every episode. Exactly. You could probably get a better beef. I could, on the yeah, I could. Somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Maybe even advertise them up there. Yeah. That's what you could do. That's yeah. how you can make money. Fill up this Sell. wall. Fill up this wall behind. If you guys want a sponsor, fill up this wall right up here. Exactly. Ford sponsoring. They're not paying me anything, and they actually they charge me. They charge me to have their sign up there. I pay for that every time I go into Ford. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, but that is from my uh, original Model A. No way. Yeah, I got it from my father-in-law. Really? Yeah, he had a, he had a, a sh- barn. Okay. Just full of antiques, all kinds of antiques, and uh, so yeah, he when I. When I was visiting him one time, he uh, he gave that to me. Huh. But yeah, it's the original Model A Ford. It's a shroud off of their uh, 
right to the radiator sat right in here, you know. Right, right. So it's the shroud that they it's this board up there. Yeah, that's the original Model A. That's sweet. Well, it's a good deal. Anyway, so yeah, I think that's about uh, all for this episode. But um, like, subscribe, and follow the Shrock Show and Wingman Visual. And uh, yeah, we got a we got a chef coming on here coming up. All right. So we can get some more food talk. So we'll get some more food talk. Should probably do that after supper instead of before. Yeah, probably. Or maybe we maybe we should have him here to do the taste test. There we go. That's a, that'd be a good idea. That would be. Do it the be. same time we do we do that one, but have him have feed him first. Yeah. You know? But yeah, have him here. He's a chef, and that'd be that'd be, actually be good. Yeah. Sounds good to me. It sounds like good entertainment. Yeah. So. All right. Okay, well, um, I think that's it for this episode. All right, thanks for having me on. Thank you.